0: Hey everybody, welcome to the X Button podcast. It's Friday. You know what I'm saying? It's freaking Friday. It's been a man, this week, I swear. I don't know what it is. This week has been going by slow. I think it's cuz we're like cocked and ready for some some bangers and we're just like we got to wait. We got to we got to wait more. We got game game awards next week. We have Halo Infinite's campaign next week. You know, we have uh, I believe in like 2 weeks we have Spider-Man No Way Home. There's a lot of shit happening. Uh and then we have a nice fun month and a half of nothing. Super excited about that. Uh I hope everybody had a great week, man. This is this has been a fun fun week. Uh very slow one like I was saying and it's, you know, hey man, what are you going to do? It's a it's a normal work week for your boy. It's a normal work week for I'm sure you guys and We're just we're killing it. We're just going to keep it going. We're going to take this podcast up and up and up. Uh, We got we got some Spotify numbers from, uh, you know, anchor that was kindly provided to me, which is pretty nice. Uh, Overall, we are over uh, 1900 plays total. So I appreciate you guys so much. Uh, Thank you guys for checking me out. And, uh, hello to any new listener. This is, this is the X button podcast. We talk about video games, movies, TV shows. Uh, we talk about, you know, everything under the sun, entertainment, everything. Um, prioritizing gaming, of course, that's number one. And I think that whenever there's like, you know, stints in gaming where there's not anything coming out, you kind of get like You start thinking, you get nostalgic, you get, uh, you get bored. Maybe some people get bored, uh, or you dive into your backlog, which we had talked about on a previous episode. Um, but you know, like thinking back on old games, I was kind of thinking like, what is some games or what, what is some games? What are some games that we are maybe, maybe we have rose tinted glasses on for these games, but they probably don't hold up. Like what games hold up in 2021? You know, like I kind of wanted to loosely talk about that since it's a, it's a nice Friday. We can kind of shoot the shit and like, just, you know, just chill, just have a nice relaxing conversation about, uh, you know, things we might have rose tinted glasses on things that, you know, still hold up Uh, a lot of good questions to be honest. Anyways, uh, back to the good old potty boy. That sounds gross. Sounds gross when I say it like that, but we are the potty boys because we pod, and we're the boys. Um, so this podcast was started. This podcast is brought to you by. Now, this podcast was started on March nineteenth, twenty twenty-one. It is our anniversary date, so uh, we'll do something special whenever that first year cl- comes to like a full close. But uh, you know, we're over a hundred episodes. We're over a hundred and seventy something episodes. I guess this might be 180, I can't remember. But uh, according to Spotify, we have, from the first 156 episodes, we have released 600- six hundred six thousand one hundred and twenty-four minutes of content. So, roughly, if you extrapolate that a little bit, uh, you know, we might be in the 7,000s at this point, just from, you know, the, what, 20 episodes after? Uh, who knows? But, man... I I uh, absolutely loved doing the podcast. The podcast is so fun. I think it's so fun to, like, talk about games and just kind of, like, sit with you guys and just chill and uh, be a fan, gush, get to celebrate things and, like, honor stuff. Also, Shuhei Yoshida, Yoshida, I pronounced that wrong, my bad, fucking responded to me on Twitter today and I was fanboying out about that. That's fucking crazy. Um, So he had posted about... And this might actually be good for you guys as well, because it was kind of like an open thing, and he kind of answered it for the world. So he said, PS Store on PlayStation app is quick to browse and find games and good deals. And he had pictures of some deals. And I said, what do you recommend, Uh, Yoshida? And he said, Solar Ash, Death's Door, Returnal, Chicory, and Kina. Solar Ash, uh, I've been dying to get into. I will probably get into it this weekend. So I might have impressions for you on Monday, Still debating on if I want to get it or not, but it it definitely does look interesting. It reminds me a lot of Pathless, and looks just looks overall interesting. I love the art style; it kind of looks like Hyperlight Drifter, but like in three D. Absolutely love that. Uh Death's Door is a I don't know how to explain. It. It's like a, a, a it's like a over the head camera that um you know it's like a platformer, I guess. Well, not even really a platformer. I'm trying to think of like what to compare it to i don't know what that's called where it's like over the head and you're kind of like walking around doing puzzles attacking stuff kind of like bastion or like transistor you know that kind of play but like it's you're a crow and i don't know it's a little soulsy a little bit but uh it's cool anyways uh returnal you know it's a roguelite in a way um Chicory, you have, apparently you get to paint, or like color, it's like a coloring book, and you you play as like a little bird, I believe. And then Kena, of course, is one of the best indie games of the year. I had shouted that out during our, um, I, I praised it a lot during our game award, I guess not predictions, but when we answered the awards we got to vote, um that's when I kind of went over that and kind of gushed about it a little bit more Kena is a, a beautiful game. but out of these games I had only not played two of them and that's chicory and solar ash and currently I wouldn't say I'm like the most interested in chicory. it does look interesting but I don't think I'm like I don't think it's for me just from face value um, but solar ash definitely looks like it's for me looks like it's gonna be really fun uh, but my issue also on top of all this is that I have too many things to play. I still haven't beat Pokemon. Even though we did a review on it, go check it out on the podcast, which Jay, my brother, knows so much about that game. It's actually very interesting. I learned some stuff in that podcast. So go check it out. It teaches me some things about Diamond and Pearl and what could have and could have happened. Couldn't and couldn't have happened. Could have... could But, you know, there's a spoil of riches. There's so many games out right now. I still got to finish Guardians of the Galaxy. I, um, you know, I got to fucking... I gotta play Life is Strange still. I gotta do that, man. There's gonna be there's so much I gotta worry about, but uh, adding Solar Ash to that pile. Also, have have Oxenfree and you know uh, Necrodancer, which are two indie games that I got during the sales of Black Friday. Um, I'm just I'm backlogged to death, uh, and I also want to get Death's Door again. I know I played it on Xbox Game Pass and I loved it. But I kind of want some trophies, you know? I might have to look at the trophy list. If it's worth getting, then I might get it, but I don't know yet. Um, But anyways, I I thought it was pretty cool that they went over, like, uh, stats and stuff for the podcast. I'm pretty excited about the Shuhei shout-out. And overall... You know the vibes, what we're fucking getting into. Let's get into it. So, what have, what have I been playing? I've been playing Pokemon. I've been playing Halo Infinite. Been absolutely loving that. I Please, somebody, shut down the Halo Infinite servers now. Barrel, barrel, barrel. Please, for the love of God, because I'm addicted. I can't stop playing it. I am currently, like, I think I'm uh, on the battle pass, like, 41. And I am loving the changes they made. I'm glad that the XP is actually coming out a lot quicker. And I'm glad that the gameplay is still there, but I, I kind of wish there was more. I wish there was like, I wish we could get more modes or something. I think that's kind of what Halo Infinite's campaign is supposed to do. It's going to like give you something else to play in that game that you can kind of, you know, ignore the battle pass for like a week or two and just like hit up the story, reunite with Master Chief and go on another adventure. But in all, in terms of like multiplayer, I'm loving it, but I just wish there was a little more. I wish we could choose what mode we want to play. Like, I'm so tired. I absolutely love Capture the Flag, right? I love that. Uh, Stronghold is okay. Um, Stockpile can go eat ass somewhere. And Slayer is just classic Slayer. Like, I love Slayer. So I kind of wish I could just do Slayer all day. If there was a way to just do that and not have to worry about these objective games, I would probably do that nonstop. And I think that's probably why they're mixing up all these, but... Just add an option for Slayer only or something. I'm so tired of having to worry about so I want to get better at shooting people, not like grabbing the flag and running away or grabbing the oddball and running away. It's just, it seems like uh, unnecessarily, I don't know, just like distracting from trying to get kills and stuff. But it's still fun, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually getting further in Guardians of the Galaxy as well. And that game is phenomenal, but holy shit. I have trypophobia on a lot of things. Uh, it's not like a, a glaring like issue for me. I don't like it, I, I guess it's not a lot but I, I still have I have it bad. like if I see something bad I'm just like fuck it bothers me. It just makes my skin crawl. It's not like a phobia like I guess it is a phobia, but you know it's not a fear I'm not scared of them. anyways this game for trypophobia, which is the f- its it's considered the fear of like holes is like the general way to describe it but in reality it's just like I don't know if you've ever seen bot flies or infected pores or those are like the best descriptions to kind of show you exactly what the fuck it is it's basically like a hole with like stuff behind it that doesn't look like it's supposed to be there kind of I don't I really don't know how to explain it anyways I'm not gonna gross you out but there is a creature in this fucking game that so far I know them as like a quote-unquote the bubble monster and it is like a, is like a, a bunch of little orbs or like little balls, and there's like a webbed like covering around it that looks like skin. So it just looks like a bunch of like balls are moving under the skin. I was just like, oh God, it makes my skin crawl. And then like just the level design in some of the areas makes me want to like, oh God, it's just so cringy. But uh i do currently have all the outfits for guardians of the galaxy 2014 the movie so drax looks like drax everything looks like that um i have i have uh the main cast except for quill i still need to get quill's guardian of the galaxy outfit i might have missed it because judging by the trend i've gotten all the teammates and unless they put quill last i'm pretty sure i might have missed it but who knows that game's awesome. I really like it. I'm really, really digging it. I had started Life is Strange, but I only made it like a little bit into it because I know that like I want to pay attention to the story, and it's kind of tough with all this other stuff I'm flip-flopping around on. So my goal this weekend is to complete Pokemon. Um, I guess I'll be steady on Halo and to beat Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, fully beat it. And I also want to try out Solar Ash, so that might be mixed in there as well. We'll see. Anyways. Let's get into the topic of the show because we're already like this far into it. And this isn't really planned to be like a long episode. So bear with me, but let's just get right into it. So I was kind of like wondering what are some games that like might have rose tinted glasses may, may not be as polished and fun and as great as you might remember, uh, which I I think is pretty interesting because, you know, gaming is still relatively a newer medium, even after all these years. But we've progressed so far from the like old days of Pong and shit and Tetris. So, what are things that don't hold up? Like I played Tetris Connected the other day, and yes, it's a new game. The overall mechanics are like still the same backbone from the old one, but it, you know it's got like new features and stuff. That game still holds up. I, mean, I think that's why it's like highly praised, considered one of the best games ever made because it's it's just it's flawless. Like it it does what it needs to do. You put the squares and blocks together, and that's it. And there's, that's your one goal. And then now all the games do are just like mix it up, extrapolate from there. Where other games, you know, are kind of like lost to time. They are left being, uh, I guess, like shells of what you kind of remember them to be. For instance, I think if I sat down and played 007 for the N64, I think I would have a rough time. Uh, you gotta remember that there was only one stick, it was N64, so you're walking around basically with tank controls on the stick. I think there was a setting where you could move with the C-pad, but I, you know, that's not really ideal either. Then you got Oddjob, who's obviously a cheat code. Um, it just doesn't stand the test of time. Even, like, older fighting games. I mean, arguably, obviously people, like, fucking mastered the hell out of them. Learned all the the fatalities and the supers and combos to death and frames. But if you look at them as a whole, like how polished fighting games are now to a T. Where they are so competitive that there are no flaws. And if there are flaws they get patched out, the the metas get killed. Um, Seeing where it is now, like how Tekken 7 has been like, you know, in this Evo lifestyle for like so long. And um, obviously Street Fighter 4, Street Fighter 5... You know, stuff like that, seeing how far those have come. But like, if you look at the OG, like moral combat, you know, it's a fun game, but it, there's no balance. If you play NPCs, you're going to die unless you're like really good at it. Uh, they do cheaper moves there. It's basically the, the AI is based on like, right when you let go of the block button, they attack, you know, it's kind of like that cheap early stage AI. Um, and that's just my assumption. That's, um, that's not a, a fact but that's just what it feels like. Um, but, you know, that wasn't flawless. Obviously, if you buy that game, there's not a lot of content either. So, like, when you when you look back, you're like, damn, Mortal Kombat 1, Mortal Kombat 2, 3, Trilogy, whatever, were so great at the time. Like, I remember Mortal Kombat Armageddon being amazing. But when I visited again recently, I was like, what? why am I playing this? <laughs> like, it doesn't hold up. It doesn't keep that juice. Um, Where some others do, like on N64 example, N64 for example, sorry, um, with the recent re-release of Mario Party, Mario Party Superstars, I sat back many a day with my brothers reminiscing about Bumper Balls, just talking about how fun that mode was, how we spent so much time on it, and how how we loved it to death, and I, I was part scared going into this new game thinking oh man it's probably just rose tinted glasses we might be overhyping it and then the game comes out and i'm like holy shit this thing is one-to-one with what i felt like like i could probably spend even more hours with my friends and i when me and my brothers got on there we were we were like back-to-back matches the only reason we stopped playing that game for now is that other things came out we got halo we got forza we got all these things so like it's on the back burner but anyways that feeling of revisiting that game and it actually holding up. And you know, that game is so simple. They didn't have to like, all they did was graphically fix it. You're playing with new controllers. Yeah. But overall the experience is move the stick to hit the other people off the map. So that experience is like, okay, that, that is one of the experiences that is kind of flawless. Uh, some of those mini games arguably might be worse or just didn't really stand the test of time. For instance, the one where you're doing the, Um, you're hitting the tree block for a honeycomb to like land honeycombs on other people. That one is dated because you can obviously just count and figure it out. Not really any mix up on how to, how to like take people. I guess, I guess it's just an unfair mini game, but either way, uh, at least bumper balls and like the majority of the gameplay of the board and how it kind of fucks you over at the end with the, the bonus stars and stuff. It is a, you know, it's a testament to how great that game was. And I think that's like something you kind of have to look for in, in like games nowadays. It's will this have like long term appeal? Will this have like long term replayability? Uh, even modern games like Metal Gear Solid 5. I keep trying to go back to that goddamn game, but I cannot for some reason. I every time I go back, I I find myself getting bored. I'm lost with the controls. And that's another that's a whole nother category we can get into on another episode. Revisiting games after a long time and how they do not onboard you for returning players, uh, which I think is kind of a drag. I know like you can kind of hit up tutorials and stuff in some of the games, but in a game like metal gear solid five, where I'm like, all right, I just want to go get the platinum. I just want to go get the rest of the objectives and the missions. Obviously, especially now with the next gen consoles where we're getting the fast loading, we're getting all these perks. You go back to a PS4 game that doesn't have that. It's like, Oh shit. We're back in that age where we have loading screens. We have to wait for certain things. Some of these games load slow. So even with the step to next gen, it's kind of already ruining the rose smudging, if you will. The rose tinted glasses that we have for PS4 games even. So not everything is like this though, obviously. like If you play uh, Rocket League, it still plays like it does back in uh, PS4. Uh, Some PS3 games even... Kind of get the the remaster treatment and still play great, like Dark Souls Two or Last of Us uh, One, and they both play very fucking great. And they they I would argue that they stand the test of time, but there's a lot that like don't, and there's some that do, and I think it's it's just interesting to think about like what are ones that you guys can think of, you guys can feel free to DM me on Mystic dot Maddox M Y S T I C dot on Instagram and just let me know, you know, tell me what's up. Tell me about your, what you think is something that's like rose tinted glasses or, uh, you can even tweet me on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Hit me up on there. It's, uh, Maddox mystic, M a D D O X M Y S T I C. And, uh, yeah, basically you can feel free to interact with me and we can definitely talk about more. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's just an interesting topic where you kind of, Like people still argue for games nowadays that are dated that have issues now, but does that devalue the game as a whole? Does it need to stay as a whole? Why do I say like that? Does it need to stay timeless? Does that make a great game? Uh, If it serves what it needed to serve at the time, is that enough? That's an even bigger question. Um, I think as we've seen over the years, I necess- I don't necessarily agree that it it should stay in the test of, test of time all the time. Uh, obviously you're seeing some of it like with some of the Zelda games even, uh, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, stuff like that. When it gets remade, it kind of stays the same. That's fine, but like, uh, Skyward Sword, it got updated controls because that was all motion controls and it was necessary to do so. But it obviously changes the game a bit. So. Did it need that? Do older games need these upgrades to kind of like stand in the, in the modern day, uh, just like GTA trilogy, even though it's a dumpster fire, you know, I, I think the, the small upgrades they do on that where it's like auto saving. Well, I guess semi auto saving. Um, I still go to the thing and save, I believe, I believe it has auto saving. Uh, you know, it's 60 frames, 4k, or I guess if you want to call it 4k, 1080 1800, whatever the hell they render at. um, obviously you know they they fixed the graphics they changed the design of some of the characters the recent update for it made it even better so it's arguably a better game now but you know overall these things are necessary if you look at some of these games from back in the day you're like holy shit what were we playing uh, because you got to also remember a lot of these older older consoles like what was it maybe PS2 and before or Kind of like not even PS two. PS two kind of output ten eighty sometimes I believe. Uh, so it might be like PS one around that area. Um, most of that stuff is like four three, um, you know, dynamic resolution or re- resolution. Um, so you, or aspect ratio. It's not even re- resolution. Fuck, uh, aspect ratio. So four three aspect ratio is like the old box TVs, basically just a square. Um, obviously, we're on wide screens now. They're they're bigger, they're stretched out. Uh, that's what most modern games are. Uh, the issue comes where like, if we are no longer able to play some of these games, are they still great? You know, what I'm saying there's going to come a time where like, may I mean, it's already kind of difficult now with like modern TVs to kind of play the old N64 on that system with a, like an old CRT TV. And that's kind of what those game systems were made for. Outputting it at 4K or 1080 or HDMI just in general kind of throws some of those games out of whack, even fucks with the graphics in some scenarios and just like some of the consoles just can't even handle it. So what does that to say to what we have getting older? You know, some of these consoles, some of these games are getting older. Uh, Game preservation is a thing. And I think it's like, I think it's pretty important to kind of talk about and, and I know this is kind of stretched from like rose tinted glasses to game preservation, but it's it's kind of scary and sad to think about like, you know, right now it's kinda of tough to play certain games. Certain games are just lost of time. Like a lot of games are stuck on PS3 because of it was made for that cell processor that they stupidly put in there. Um, or like, you know, certain companies go out of business or whatever, so there's no like republishing and these games are just stuck on these consoles that just don't no longer perform. Uh, I'm wondering if there's going to come a day where maybe they make some type of PS three classic, you know, like kind of like how they're doing with the PS one and, uh, you know, the N64 one that they did and whatnot, or I guess that was the, not N64 fucking SNES, which was great. But, uh, you know, will they do that for PS two eventually? That'd be awesome. Or will they do that for Game Boy even? Game Boy is a whole nother case where those games were all about gameplay and less about graphics. What happens to those? Obviously, we're not really going to be stretching out pixels for the most part on our big screen TVs, and it doesn't seem like it's getting enough support on Switch as of you know as of now. Uh, what happens to that? I know they're trying to bring some of these things digital, but if you look at even the N sixty four ports they're doing for Switch, they're having like buggy issues, and this just from them porting the shit. So like, who knows what's gonna happen, man? I, I don't know. Game preservation is important. I think a lot of people need to be aware of that. Um, and on top of that, like I said, back to the the, the rose tinted glasses thing. I think it's okay to have rose tinted glasses for games, but uh, I was just kind of raising the question: It does it matter to someone talking about their greatest game of all time, or not their greatest game? But you know, when you're arguing about greatest game of all time, does that? Do you include these older games, when God of War does a lot more? When you know modern games do a lot more, graphically, sound, music, like they strike strikingly are better than older games. So like, where does that put them? Uh, but you know, who knows? I'm just raising a bunch of questions. That's all I'm doing. Uh, I hope everybody had fun today. You know, t- today was nice going down like a little memory lane about how some of these games performed back then and kind of like reflecting on how they might play today uh like DJ Hero is kind of like weird to play now even though I got it still and Guitar Hero what the hell you can't even get peripherals for those anymore so hmm uh anyways I hope everybody had fun definitely feel free to contact me mystic.maddox on Instagram Mystic on Twitter uh if you want to give me like whatever whatever is your rose tinted glasses game it might be a an old game it could be a modern game like i said metal gear solid 5 for me was like i can't go back to it just i i can't but hey that's what remasters and stuff are for so hopefully we get more and hopefully we get a big remake coming from blue point soon oh my god anyways thank you guys so much for listening i hope you have a great weekend go play some solar ash go play some halo Go play some Pokemon. Let's have fun this weekend. Show a new person, one of your friends, family, anybody, a a game. Get them into something. Spread the love. Spread the the gaming culture. And uh, that sounded weird. Spread the gaming. Anyways, I hope everybody has a great weekend. I'll see you guys on Monday. And thank you guys so much for listening. Bye.